Alright guys, so here, you're back on Connect and Move Radio, we have uh, the man himself, Juan uh, Guzman, aka Inspire Health. Um, Alright Juan, just kind of give us your background, um, and then we'll go a little bit more into it. Okay, um, so thank you for having me, first of all. No problem. Second of all, um, so my name is Juan, like you said, and um, I'm a third year PT student, um, and my last month before I graduate... Um, I'm an Orange Theory fitness coach, been a coach for about uh, close to six years now. I started when I was 21, uh, started very young, and then I've been a trainer since I was 18 um, through NSCA. Just recently, um, a couple months ago, became a CSCS, and uh, yeah, I'm just on the grind, man. Good. Oh. No, most definitely. So one of the reasons I wanted to bring you on here, not, not only because I know, I know you personally, but just because I see your grind. Uh, from day one, that's one of the things that kind of attracted me um, to kind of get to know you a little bit more. Um, so Juan, for those of you that don't know him, this guy wakes up basically at 3 in the morning to 4 in the morning almost every day. Um, yes. Works if, if it's either at Orange Theory or stretching out his clients or working with his personal clients. Uh, goes to school for majority of his day and then does like rotational stuff and then goes back to work. Is that right, Juan, for the most part? Pretty much so. Like the way that I run it now is like, so I have Monday, Wednesday, Friday, kind of the same schedule. On Mondays, I teach 4.30 and 5.30 in the morning. Then I drive up to Davie right now for this last rotation. Mm -hmm. um, I work from 8 to around 7 mm -hmm. on Mondays and Wednesdays. And then Tuesdays and Thursdays are my short days. Um, but usually when I, when I work on Mondays and Wednesdays, I stay and I study for like another hour or so before I just skip the traffic and whatnot. Because mm -hmm. um, I live down here in Homestead, so it's, yeah. a, it's a pretty long drive. So you're basically on living on opposite, or you live and work on opposite ends almost, or at least for your rotation. Uh, pretty much. And where are you doing your rotation at, just so for the people that don't know? Oh, so right now I'm at a private clinic. It's called Athletics Rehab and Recovery. Mm -hmm. um, and pretty much they work on, well, at least up in the baby clinic, we're working on a lot of uh, NFL athletes. Okay. And, uh, uh, high profile kind of people, but we also work on lay population and um, like CrossFitters. And okay. Um, yeah. And again, w one of the things that we want to talk about here, uh, which is why I brought you on here, Juan, is just what most people don't see is kind of like the back end stuff, right? Most people see people going to school, going to work, but they don't necessarily see the grind, right? Um, I would consider yeah. you, I would consider you as a, as an entrepreneur, um, see, being that you basically have clients of your own while going to school while doing going to BPT, which is a full-time job within itself, um, rotation, with, uh, which is basically you have clinical hours, which is another full-time job within itself, yeah. and yeah. then you have... We work, we work a minimum of 40 hours a week, like yeah. minimum, bare minimum. Exactly, and then you have your Orange Theory fitness job or position, and then you also have your private uh, stretching. So basically, you have yeah. about four full-time jobs going on all at once, and then yeah. obviously, you're doing very well. You got your CSCS certification uh, recently. Um, you obviously have made it through PT school up until the last month, right? Well, uh, I'm, on my last, I'm on my last week right now. Oh, that's Sorry, it? Yeah. Holy cow. So when's graduation? Uh, May 10th. Oh my gosh, yeah. dude. So I'm pretty much just, you know, enjoying this last week of my rotation okay. while studying and whatnot. And then taking the last two weeks that I have off before my exam to just, right. you know, really grind out and, and solidify all the information that I know. Right. And then, um, take my exam. Okay. Um, I mean, now that we're already here, what's kind of been your your plan of study uh, for those of uh, for those of the listeners that are either at PT school or want to apply to PT school? 
um, or just kind of in that realm, kind of like I'm doing athletic training. We kind of have similar where we're studying for our boards. What's kind of been your your plan, I guess, for for this board for your studying? Um, try to survive. <laughs> um, uh, honestly, I I had this amazing plan at at this um, rotation that I'm at now. I'm very blessed to have like a, a one and a half to two hour lunch break mm-hmm. usually. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I can use it to either work out or I can use it to study. And I've had made the amazing plan to study for that hour and a half. But, right. you know, Things that happen. doesn't happen. Yeah. You know, not so what I've done is I, I actually got this app um, that does a lot of practice questions. Okay. Uh, it's the MPTE-PT uh, exam okay. app. Um, it's like 30 bucks, but okay. it's great because it's like right on my phone. Okay. And um, it has over 550 practice questions that I can kind of categorized so if mm-hmm. i want to just study neuro if i want to study cardio poem or whatever section I'm, I'm going through mm-hmm. um i just click i want 20 questions based on this you know and so it gives me the opportunity to kind of take little mini exams or mini quizzes every single day mm-hmm. and keep my knowledge up and just keep that kind of test taking mentality because i haven't been i haven't taken a test since last august mm-hmm. you know or even like my real last semester was last summer right you know because that last fall semester was kind of a joke mm-hmm. but um uh, so, so like, I think going back to taking a test was kind of a little bit of a rude awakening. Right. But um, now that I'm kind of into it, I'm in, I'm in the zone a little bit more now that I've gotten to my last, like, month or so. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's becoming a little bit more routine and easier for me to do so. So that's definitely been a big help. And then aside from that, I try to study from the book itself about 30 minutes a day. Okay. And then Saturdays, Saturdays are my long days. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I got you. Sorry, the, the connection, either Wi-Fi or, uh, or, or your place or my place is kind of... Definitely not different. my place. I have the best Wi-Fi in the world. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the last thing I heard was every other Saturday or Saturdays are your long days and every other Friday. So if you can Okay, put- yeah. So, um, so what, I, what I try to do, so before I even started studying, I was like, you know, I want to see where I'm at. Right. I want to see what I got going on. So I had bought this book that was a, the O'Sullivan book, which is our basic, what the... Like the standard? Drives from. Yeah. So it's what they derive the exam from. And then, so it comes with three practice exams. And so I just took one of those and kind of like, without studying at all. To see where you're, yeah, yeah, baseline. Exactly. Exactly. And then from there, it kind of tells you exactly what you're deficient in and what you're confident in, what you're severely deficient in, all Mm -hmm. that stuff. And it breaks it down really well. And then, so I just have to focus on that because I'd rather strengthen. um, Your weaknesses. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't need to focus on my strengths. Yeah, because there's so much within three years. There's so much for you guys to kind of go over. And yeah. if you haven't, um, like, no, I wouldn't say if it's the rule of thumb, but if you don't, well, you don't know up to now, you're probably not necessarily going to exactly. learn it within the next few weeks. But what's really cool is that, like, they say, you know, UM is a top 10 school or whatever, mm-hmm. right? So um, I'm reading through this O'Sullivan book, and, like, I literally remember everything. Good. Going over, going over the, the pages, I'm like, I remember sitting in class listening to this. I remember listening to that. I remember listening mm-hmm. to this. And I'm just like... I'm just dusting off cobwebs at this point, not yep. necessarily relearning any kind of information, which is awesome. Right, and that's and that's been so. I take my boards now, in actually this Friday, April six, and that's oh, been nice. like, yeah, that's been the the toughest thing for me. It's kind of like going over material, and be like, ah, you know, I kind of already know this, I know this, and you basically are almost halfway through the book. You're like, I haven't spent more than maybe thirty or forty minutes because I've been kind of skimming through, which yeah. at the same time is reassuring. But then you're like, damn, I you know, I haven't really studied much. I'm basically just reviewing. But it's kind of yeah. like what you said, doing the test, doing the practice test. 100%. Kind of, that's because the information and then test taking are two different strategies, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of like you said, what we have is we have like assessments that they make us do early on in the semester. And then obviously like Quizlets are good uh, uh, reference for me. 
um, and then just like qu uh, practice questions that we have like on books and stuff like that, kind of like what you have. Um, it's stuff that I'm really kind of focusing on. It's kind of like you said too, like the you don't want to go on, you don't want to go over everything. You want to go over the stuff that you, if you just reading it, if you can't um, kind of pick it up off the bat, that's kind of like what I kind of like aim to. Yeah. It's kind yeah. of like the weaknesses, for example. But and it's also the same thing. So like most of boards want you to know a certain amount of information about certain subjects. Right. right. So like for example, with the CSCS. Um, originally, I this was my second time taking it. The first time I took it was after graduating uh, with my undergrad degree. Right. So before I had any of my PT education. Um, but I hadn't taken any practice exams. I just literally studied from the book because that's what I did for my CPT. Right. So my the, the original personal training cert. Mm -hmm. And I had done well. So I just assumed it was going to be the same thing. Not so much. It was a much harder exam. And um, after going through that, um, I just all I did for this study session for the CSES was literally take practice exams. And I started to notice like a trend, like they wanted to know uh, periodization, they wanted to know fat calories, they wanted to know how many you know calories it takes to lose a, a pound of fat or gain mm -hmm. a certain muscle or whatever it is. And like I was like, these are all like just super Simmons. basic, yeah, like memorization. You memorize whatever they want you to know, and then like you just apply it to whatever question they ask you. Right. And so that's how I focus my setting. And mm. as soon as like exactly what i thought like I, I jumped on the cscs and it was like this question was about periodization right this question was about that it was just use joe instead of jan right know, like, like you know if i would have studied my if my strategy would have changed it would have been better right 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 so. um all right let's let's go into we so we talked about kind of your schedule i'm going to go back to that um yes. but we're kind of diving a little bit more into school so we've gone to basically like boards uh, boards preparation and how we basically our plan and how plans don't necessarily work, but you can adapt, yeah. right? You see you what do. you need, at, you know, obviously with your time and how school goes, you don't want to kill yourself because you already have an overwhelming amount of stress, but kind of adapting and kind of filling in the, the holes as you go. Um, what I want to talk about? So we did the exam, boarding. Okay. What I want to talk about, I know there's a lot of listeners that either are thinking about PT school or some type of rehab um, profession. Yeah. Talk about what was your... Um, strategy to apply and then the application process because it's pretty okay. much similar for basically most schools give or take a couple of prereqs here and there i'm assuming yeah i i honestly so i when i looked at university of miami i looked at proximity of the school first of all i looked at you know obviously the ranking of the school i looked at passing rate for the school um but then i like started to kind of delve away from all that stuff um this was my second time applying to physical therapy school okay first time i got i was denied um I got accepted to FIU, but I got accepted like kind of late. Right. Um, the first time, but I didn't. I didn't go. And then, um, so I was like, you know, screw PT school. I'm done. Like I had a little bitch fit about it. Right. Like, whatever. Um, for like a week, a week or two, and then I was like, no, this is what you want. Then let's work for it. So mm -hmm. ended up. Um, Did you have to retake classes or anything? So that's the thing. So I, I met with the admissions director uh, at University of Miami. I was like, what do I need to do? to get into the school. Like literally told her that, like I want to go, this is my dream school, I want to go to this school, what do I need to do? Right. He's like, you need to retake this class, this class, and this class. I said, okay, so we're not doing that. What else can I do? <laughs> What's my second option? <laughs> What's my second option? Um, and, and so she told me, you know, you need to diversify your portfolio. In the sense, I had, just like everybody going to PT school, I had a lot okay. of outpatient experience. Okay. I had, like thousands of hours in outpatient. But I didn't have anything in inpatient. I didn't have anything in acute care. I didn't have anything in neuro. I didn't have anything in peds. Right. So that's literally what I did. I went out and I uh, 
got to intern, I guess intern or shadow right. at different places. Um, and I, I shadowed at a neuro. I shadow, uh, shadowed at a hospital and doctor's hospital right here in Coral Gables. I shadowed at um, South Florida Rehab and Training where they had like a, a pitching program for peds. Okay. Right? So it's for, for adolescents. Mm-hmm. And so that kind of diversified my experience as a PT and it kind of showed me the different things that I can do as a PT, not necessarily just outpatient ortho. Right, a different settings. Yeah, and that definitely strengthened, I think, my application quite a bit because, um, mind you, I was working at three to four different places doing interning and shadowing, and I'd have sometimes to do three places in one day. Wow. I'd have three different sets of clothes in my car, changing at stoplights, you know, going from one place to the next, and you know the hustle. Yeah, I know that feeling. That's the way it was. <laughs> and we were working close to 70, 80 hours a week, including, because I never, well, I never stopped working at Orange Theory, mm-hmm. so I was still doing that. And um, just found a way to fit it all in. And once I, I got into PT school, you know, I said bye to two of the locations that I was doing. Mm-hmm. And I stayed with one that offered me a job, you know, as a tech. Mm-hmm. And, and just stayed with them for like a couple more months and then I started PT school in May. Um, but yeah, I think, I think uh, diversifying that uh, was definitely something that was extremely important when, um, I guess, bulking up your application. Yeah. Uh, my GRE scores were... Uh, I'd say like a little above average okay. for what the school accepted, mm-hmm. um, maybe like five or seven points or something like that. Okay. Um, aside from that, I also looked at UM's professor turnover rate. So a lot of the mm-hmm. student, a lot of the professors at UM uh, have been there for twenty years. So they have a good know? tenure. Okay. Exactly, and so they they've been working there for a while. There's obviously a good you know, good family or good right. right. Yeah, so they work well together. They understand each other's quirks. They understand what what this person's like doing in this semester. So they're gonna kind of adjust it for themselves, you know, right. for, for their own. Um, so I like that a lot, you know. Versus, I think FIU had talked to certain students that had gone there, mm-hmm. and they said their professor had only been teaching for a year or two years, right. three years, you know. And was, turnover rate was like three to four years, and I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in there, and they're gonna be like Just a brand like new you. professor trying to teach me a course, you know. And um, right. I I wasn't up for that. So. Right, right, yeah. Aside from that, I think, I think uh, University of Miami had a block tuition, so I also looked at that, whether or not the rate would go up every single um, semester. Okay. Um, I looked at that for, for many different schools, whether or not like uh, the cost would be going up, or you know you go in expecting to pay one thing, and you end up paying more at the end of it. Right. So that was another plus that I had for, for choosing University of Miami. So you bring up a good point, because most people um, think about, oh, I'm going to raise up my GPA, i got to take this course. You went the other route. You're like, I yeah. definitely don't want I'm to take more personality, course. man. I am all personality. I have right. nothing to do with my GPA was not the reason why I got into PT school. Let right. me tell you. Another good thing about certain schools is like, if you don't have that strong GPA, that's like a 4.0 pretty much or a 3.9, then go to schools with interviews mm-hmm. because they're going to ask you some questions that you're going to have to shine. Your personality have to come through because obviously on paper, you don't shine. Right. You know, you're dull. When I, um, applied my first time I started my interview I remember I was like so nervous and the woman literally just goes so your science GPA is really low and I was like well that's a great way to start this interview I feel <laughs> super confident right now right and like so it just it didn't go well from there so um at least this time you know the science GPA was low but guess what I've also worked 70 hours a week for the past seven months when your average student is just going to school right you know so how can you compare someone who just has that school experience with someone who has all this hands-on experience? You really, it levels the playing field for me. I mean, ethic and discipline, because you hear all the time people that are 
really smart and really book smart, but when it comes down to push comes to sub, when you have all these hours, all these projects, all these stuff that they throw at you, plus yeah. you're trying to um, do hours and all this other stuff, there's a lot of stuff that you have to handle. So time management is a big is a big quality to have. Ethics, you know, a big disciplinary, right? Being able to to maintain not only your books and your hours, making sure that everything else, whether if you're working, if you're able to pay for rent, whatever it is, all that yeah. takes a big account to the type of person you are, right? And your character. 100%. 100%. And, and I think uh, throughout PT school, you know, you, I did have struggles. You know, I did have financial struggles. And mm-hmm. I had to work as much as I worked because I wasn't able to afford certain things that I needed to afford for rent. You know, right. like I, my mom lost her job and I had to pay for the mortgage a mm-hmm. couple of times, you know, and it wasn't easy. Right. Um, I can't just drop that or ask for more loans. Like I'm already getting in debt. You know? mm-hmm. so, so let's we do what we can. So now that we're talking about a little bit more of the qualities of, of somebody that's successful, not only in graduate school, but in a DPT and any type of uh, graduate school that, that requires the amount of strenuous, not only hours, but school load um, and everything else in between. What are three things that you can tell somebody striving? Uh, let's do one thing. Let's give three, three, uh, three words or three, three goals. No, three words of advice for somebody applying, um, like kind of if they're, if their character or whatever it is, and then three people or three, three goals or three advice, three pieces of advice you would give a student that's currently in it and struggling. So let's go with the first one. Somebody that's coming in, three words of advice that you will give them. Okay. Someone that's coming in or just applying to PT school. Yeah. Asking for? Okay. Um, be yourself. Uh, because if you go to a... Oh, wait. Do you want me to explain why I'm saying yeah. this one? Yeah. Okay. Yep. So be yourself because if you try to be someone that you're not, when you walk out of the interview or walk out of whatever you did, like you'll be like, I didn't say the right thing. I didn't say what they wanted me to say. Like, who gives a shit what they want you to say? Right. If, you're, if you're yourself, you have no regrets because they saw who you truly were, if, whether they liked it or not. Mm-hmm. That's who you are. Right. Because if you fake to be somebody that you're not and you get into the school, it's exhausting. you to don't get that in, that's the freaking reason why you, why, like, you weren't supposed to get in. You mm-hmm. faked it, and now, now you're stuck. Mm-hmm. Right? Versus, you know, they like you because you mesh well with them, then you get in, you mesh well with everybody that's there mm-hmm. because that's what they're looking for mm-hmm. you know so so that's the number one thing that i would say um number two uh diversify the portfolio try to see more than just sports try to see more than just outpatient ortho um see physical therapists deal with so much there's so many different branches of pt that people are unaware of you know there's cardiopulm there's Neuro, there's mm-hmm. keys, there's Jerry's, there's um, electro. You know, there's different specialties for each one, not just sports. And that's one thing that I've I've heard from a lot of people. And me going in my first year mm-hmm. was was all I want to do is sports. I want to work with athletes. I work with athletes now. You know, I'm like it's great, great mm-hmm. opportunity. But you know, is it exactly what you want to do for the rest of your life? I don't know. But um, yeah, definitely go go check out all the different things that PT has to offer. And take what you can from them. Don't just take it at face value, I guess. Like, certain people are like, I don't want to work with old people. Like, right. There's a, they, there's they a the lot of stories. There's know? a lot you can learn from each rotation, whether that's your right. ideal rotation or not. You can always pick something out and use that, whether in any population or whatever. You can always 100%. learn something with each experience. Correct. And then, so the third thing that I would say for somebody applying, oof, um, 
Uh, I guess don't be stuck on one school. Okay. Um, apply to multiple schools because I think uh, I think certain schools have access to see how many schools you applied to, and I guess if they only see one or two, then they know that you're not very open-minded. Okay. You so, know, and so if, if they know you're not open-minded, a lot of the, um, like for example, we have a shortage of rotations or spaces uh-huh. in Miami. So we, at some point, you're going to have to be going. I was fortunate enough to stay in Miami, but obviously now I'm in Davie. Right. But stay within kind of like local, within the 50 miles of school. Uh-huh. But um, if schools see that you're not even willing to even try out of state, uh-huh. you're going to be less less um, less uh, desirable because they might not have enough time. And plus, uh, Miami now has become so saturated with all the different schools coming in yeah. that it's going to be very difficult to find a rotation for people. Uh-huh. So if you're not willing to go somewhere else, then be willing to go somewhere else. Right. So in review, what are the three again? Okay, so the three is uh, be yourself. Mm-hmm. Number two is going to be to uh, diversify your portfolio, kind of take the best from, from each place. And number three is to be willing to, to be out of state, you know, okay. go out of state for rotations or, or whatever it is and, and kind of apply to different schools. Basically, be, be prepared to be outside of your comfort zone. 100%. I mean, I say it at Orange Theory all the time. It's like be comfortable with being uncomfortable. That is life. At yes. every moment. Um, all right, so now let's talk to the person in their second year of PT school. They're struggling. They're still trying to figure out if they can make it to, to the last year. What are three pieces of advice? And the reason I, I ask this question because I have people in my program, even though I'm doing athletic training, but within the same graduate, basically a graduate program is intense, which whatever um, profession you go into, it can be a lot on somebody. So I see this all, all the time, and I can imagine that you see it all the time in your, in your class. Um, what are three, three, three words of advice you would give to somebody struggling um, right now in PT school or in any graduate? So you say like struggling based on academically or just way to handle it all or what? Bam, all the above. Okay. Um, I would say that three things. I don't know, that's tough to say. Give me one. Okay, one thing. You can do better. Whatever you think you're doing, you can do better. You know, uh, do you spend more than five minutes on Instagram a day? Or you Netflix. can do better. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So um, if you're having trouble studying, like finding time to study, do an audit of your life. You know, see how much time you allot to everything. You know, not everybody has to sleep four hours like me, mm-hmm. you know, to get shit done. Mm-hmm. You just have to spend a little bit less time, you know, on Instagram or on social media or a little less time watching TV or Game of Thrones or whatever it might be. Whatever kind of distraction that you see that's not being productive to your life, you can probably get rid of it for like, till you graduate maybe. Right. No, you, and, you, and people will be surprised how much time, first of all, even myself that's constantly working and just has multiple things going on, I catch myself like, oh my God, I just spent 30 minutes um, on the computer watching a YouTube video or on Instagram, even though I do a lot of work on Instagram. But I spend, I find myself spending a lot of time doing stuff that is not necessarily productive. I was like, wow. It's like you said, creating that audit. Okay, how much time did I spend today being productive? Whether it's in school, whether it's at work or with clients or whatever, how much of that time was productive? And then just just step back a little bit. Okay, I could have spent another hour or two whether studying or working on this project rather than spending or staying, uh, waiting to the last minute to do so, right? Yeah, I mean, honestly, I I always try to um, not procrastinate. (laughs) 
but um, I'm a kind of person that kind of like thrives under pressure. Absolutely right. And, and like getting that fire under me is what gets me to get things done. And I can have two weeks and have one paragraph done on a 10-page paper and right. get it done two nights before and or one night before and be good. Savage. But that's me. That's not everybody. Absolutely. Um, and, and, and again, that goes to knowing your strengths, right? Knowing yourself, yeah. being aware of... of are you the person that needs to study two weeks before a test? Are you okay exactly. with having three days before? Um, exactly. If you're putting in the work every day, just listening, right? Because that's yes. kind of like how I do. Um, if I'm, if I know there's a test coming, I know that if I'm paying attention every day, either taking notes or just kind of being mindful and being present in class, I don't necessarily exactly. have to. I don't have to study for three weeks. I can study the last three days. If we get like a pretty good review, I'm good. But there's certain yes. people that don't have that luxury that have to study every day for two weeks in order to do well or just to do right. good. You know? I agree, and and like, it, it's true. If you know your strengths, you know you know. I would never recommend somebody just cram for every exam in PT school because how much of that information are you really retaining? Right. And this is going to be your life, right? So it's going to be your career. This is you're gonna mm -hmm. you're gonna be working with people, and it's not necessarily always going to be life and death, but it can be, mm -hmm. you know, depending on your setting. Mm -hmm. So if you, if you forget that vital piece of information that you could have you know internalized a little bit better rather than just cramming, then, like, who's kind of to blame? Um, but uh, another thing, that a good piece of advice for somebody who's studying, you know, how, how productive is your study time? You know, so, like, you spent, okay, you spent six hours studying. Did you really, though? Mm -hmm. Like, um, how much of it was spent, like, kind of looking around or kind of stretching or whatever it might be, um, just kind of to avoid it? So, <laughs> right here. <laughs> yeah. So I, I put that comment up on my Instagram the other day. I was like, spend 20 minutes on and 10 minutes off and give yourself that allowance. Right. You know, do those 10 minutes of, of walking around, getting the blood flow, doing what you got to do and try to stay off social media because when you get on social media, your mind doesn't stop. Yeah, it's a rabbit so hole. You, you, you get off. No, no, no. It's not necessarily a rabbit hole in the sense that like you keep on going, but you get on there 10 minutes, whatever, but then your mind keeps on thinking about what that person was doing like for example you see a post from your bae mm -hmm. or you see a post from from somebody you like are crushing on and you're like i wonder what they're thinking about and like then you're spending your next 20 minutes of studying but you spend 10 minutes of those 20 minutes thinking about what your other person was doing right you know so that's kind of the whole social media thing about it mm -hmm. um, so yeah, yeah give yourself an allowance and then um when it comes to your study time and balancing i guess study time and social life uh give yourself an allowance for that as well. So like I'm going to spend three hours studying on Friday. So I'm allowed to have fun on Saturday. Mm -hmm. When you go out on Saturday, you're good. You spent your three hours, your three productive hours, the, exactly what you allotted for doing what you needed to do. So enjoy your time on Saturday. Don't think that you're not studying and, and feel guilty mm -hmm. because then you just suck the fun out of it. You know, and, and the point of school is to learn. Yes, but it's also to have a life. You mm -hmm. don't have to, only be sucked into school and studying because at the end of the day you spent three years with your nose in the books and this is a profession where you have to talk to people yep. and connections and network and like if you don't know how to do that shit you're gonna fail i think you, you bring up a, a fantastic point right is that student life balance right and yep. it goes straight into our, our next point so before i talk about this i want to i want you to kind of give your take on obviously you work 70 60 plus hours working up really early and then doing school and all that what's your take on 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 a student working while going to school um it's doable <laughs> it's true it's true yeah a lot of people need doable. to hear that though a lot of people yeah. need to hear that yeah no it's definitely doable it's just how how early are you willing to wake up 
Right. Um, for for me, I think it, it goes back to setting a schedule for yourself and knowing when you're working and it depends on the job as well. A lot of students in our school worked at the gym mm-hmm. and they worked like a front desk or something and they would study, you know, and lulls. Um, some students worked till midnight, you know, because the gym was open till midnight. So they'd work a shift from, you know, seven till 12 mm-hmm. and three out of those five hours, it was quiet. Right, so they so had they can... three hours of study time. Unfortunately for me with Orange Theory, it's like, I'm go, go, that, go. that is dedicated to Orange Theory. I right. can't study. Right. So I have just find time after school or before school, you know, to, to get my studying in. Um, but it's all about finding the time. And I think doing that audit on your life and where you spend your time and how you spend your time and being honest with yourself about it is going to be pivotal. So time management and then a lot of you basically analyzing your schedule and if you can do it or not, because there's certain people that can't, that just don't have the capacity to do school and work. Um, yeah. Or they need to find that right job that allows them kind of like the direct job, the, the receptionist desk job that gives you the opportunity yeah. to study for an hour or two hours, whether it's your lunch right. break. Um, yeah. And I like to add too, yeah. like I, there's, there's a, a trial and error period too. My first semester in PT school was anatomy and it was a lot more strenuous and difficult than I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. And uh, my first exam, I technically, I failed it because I got a, a 71 right. and need a 75 to pass, right? Mm-hmm. And um, within the week, like I, I told my, my, the owner of the owner's studio, I said, you know, I, I need to stop teaching these classes. And he was supportive enough to, to take away the classes that I needed. And within that week, I was already done teaching them. Like I didn't have them anymore. Mm. And so he was able to take them away right away and find a replacement for me until, you know, I was able to, you know, buckle down and, and got my grade up. Um, the next time, and then on my final, I did even better. Mm-hmm. So um, it just—it it was a trial and error period for me, you know. And also, it was after a year of working full time and not necessarily studying at all. So mm-hmm. it's a learning curve when when it comes to that as well. Awesome. So we talked about um, getting into PT into PT school, surviving PT school or, or graduate school, because the same principles apply to whichever program, whether it's art, athletic training, oh. PT, you know, any anything you want to get into. And really in life, really. Uh, we talked about getting into PT school, getting into graduate school, getting into or surviving and really thriving through through, through school, which is very important and which I think a lot of people need to hear. And a lot of times just motivating. Just It's good for people to hear this uh, from people that are constantly doing and doing much more than a lot more than their students, their student uh, peers are doing, right? Um, so understanding that it's very doable is... is it's almost motivating for them and inspiring. Um, what else did we talk about? We talked about three things that both incoming um, students or prospective students could be doing. Um, yeah. Three things, like we said, three things that people in, in the program can be doing to, to help their situation. How to prep for boards. Um, we talked about student uh, work, student life and work balance. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything else you think we should hit? Because uh, uh. That's a lot of stuff we just talked about. Starting, starting your own business. Oh, okay. We can go into that. We can go into that. Um, yeah, you got Myra New. Yes. So actually, yeah, Myra New. I started that. Honestly, Myra New is a mistake. <laughs> Myra New, Myra New, Myra New is like what personal training was for you, right? I guess it's just kind of like a leeway to be able to work while you went to school. At least that's how I did. Uh, and really to figure out, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I knew an idea. Yeah. I knew first of all, my first plan was to do PT school. 
once I found out yeah. I have to do camp one, camp two, physics one, physics two, I was like, yeah, I was like, kind of like you know how you you went into the interview, it was like, okay, I know I have to take yeah, classes. I don't want to do that. What's option two? I'm like, exactly. I'm definitely not doing those two. I gotta figure out. Um, again, I kind of analyzed right. I audited myself. I was like, okay, if I really want to do PT, I have to do physics and all that crap. So yeah, it's just bumps in the road. Yeah, so I went in. I took before I took physics, I had to take stats. I talked about this in another YouTube video with Anthony Mendez. Um, we, or I said, I'm sorry, I was taking trig. I only, I only was in that class for two days until I was like, definitely not doing this. I got, what's my next step? Okay, I'm not yes. doing PT. Was, uh, you know what? Let me try OT. I went to OT and the OT that I was shadowing, he's like, bro, this is not for you. I'm like, okay. So I was like, all right. What's, and at that point, I was doing massage therapy. Again, massage therapy was just kind of my leeway to kind of make some money um, and kind of go into the field as I yes. figured out what I wanted to do. And then, long story short, I was like, okay, OT is not going to work. Hey, let me try master's in public health. You know, I get a master's degree. I have massage therapy. You know, I get, like, personal training, a strength coach. I mix them together. Who knows what might happen? Did that for a week. I was like, definitely not doing this. Spent $3,000 in that semester. Didn't do that. So I ended up doing physics. Long story short, I applied into athletic training. Um, yeah, and my, my renew was not – my renew kind of happened by accident. I was working at a gym. Um, I would work, I would do, I would go to massage therapy school in the morning, work at Iron Fitness, which is like a paralysis facility. It's yeah. kind of like personal training for, yeah, no, I've seen that for, for like spinal cord and all that stuff. Exactly. And yeah. then I would, after that, I would go work at a gym for four to six hours and hopefully get one or two people. And yeah. then that's when I try to figure out like, oh shoot, like if I want to, if this is going to happen, I have to create a business, like not a business, but I have to become a business owner. It's not just show up and people are going to flock to yeah. me, right? Like, like Bruce Almighty or Evan the Almighty. Same, the same stuff with, with being a DPT. Like, yep. you can't just flaunt your, your three letters and be like, come to me, my clients. Exactly. Like, it doesn't happen that way. You, you, have, to, you have to earn the right, you have to earn the right for people to, for you to work on people, right? It's not like, yeah. Because 100%. you have those letters or you have whatever license means you get to work on all these people. You have to put in the work, have, be passionate about it, and actually show results. That's really yeah. the only way. Um, I, really, I think that's with any really business. You have to yeah. make a product um, for our profession. Our product is ourselves and what we um, help or the value that we give to somebody. And then making sure that that product and that value is, creates a result. So yeah. it's been a long, long road. Uh, a lot of bumps and bruises. Um, again, being in, in school, not only do you have to deal with school stuff, but you're, you're learning, really making a lot of mistakes and learning through business and figure, figuring out what works and what doesn't work. And I'm sure the same things for you with your stretching and your personal training business. Um, yeah. it's just, it's just a grind. It's a 24 seven grind, you know? 100%. Yeah. I was like literally just before, before you were, you were, uh, started on. this whole conversation, I was, I was making appointments for yep. the rest of the week, you know? And, and that's really the only way, that's the only way for us to um, succeed, right? You, it's not something, the good thing is we love what we do. We love what we're, we're, we're very passionate in what we do. So it's at that point, it's not hard for us to get going, but it's always hard at, in the point of keeping it going, right? Making the machine, creating a machine and making sure that the machine is well-oiled, whether it's oh. continuing education, whether it's accounting, if, whether it's clients, whether it's making sure that the people that we are treating or working with are happy and are satisfied. Just and are getting better, showing results, yeah. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it's your work speaks for itself. Um, yeah, there's been a lot of stuff that I've learned, and I'm sure you have too with with your business. And, and just, again, 
not only that, but shadowing other people like Athletics Rehab and other clinics and other uh, mentors, I'm sure that you've had, yeah. just like I do, seeing me like, damn, so that's what it takes? And learning yeah. like, oh, shoot, I, I can add that into what I'm doing or I can you know, do this to make this a little bit better. You know what's really funny is when you're talking about the grind and all that stuff and making things happen, like the those three people that told me when we first started, like, you should start a stretching business. You should start this. You should start that. All right. I started it. They have yet to call me for making an appointment. Ah. They have not made an appointment yet. Yeah. But but I'm successful. Absolutely. It's not like all the other people that I've that I've worked on. I've made so many people happy. Mm-hmm. That it's like it's so worth the grind. Absolutely. Regardless of whether those three people have ever made an appointment. And you bring an excellent point that I learned the hard way, right? When I first started uh, my room, I was like, I want to help everyone. I want to help the the person that's never gotten help and hasn't had the opportunity to get help and to the to the professional athlete that you know wants to come down wants whatever uh, but what I started realizing is there's a lot of people that don't see the value in what we do even though no, it doesn't, doesn't matter how much value we put into it there's people that don't see the value right those same three people that said hey you should start a stretching business but when it came down to hey it's gonna be this much and I'm available at this time they're like Ah, you know, that's a good idea. I like it, but I'd rather pay $2,000 or $1,000 for this guy right here or whatever it is, whatever their vice may be, and not take care of themselves. So that's something that I learned as a business owner, especially in the health, fitness um, realm, that there's going to be people... You're selling something something that's intangible until they they actually see the results, you know, because with the $2,000 iPhone, they have it in their hands. They can play around with it. Mm -hmm. With, let's say, I'm going to sell you... You're gonna feel great in three weeks. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm selling you. You're gonna feel great in in the future. That's what I'm selling you. Like, mm-hmm. I'm I'm less inclined to give you my money. You know. And here's but. the thing too. It's a lot easier to just pay for this when yeah. when it comes to like uh, health and fitness um, and therapy. They have to put in the work, right? There's yeah. no there's no magic pill. It's like, all right, you come to me. You have this issue. Cool. I'm here to guide you, and there's certain things that I can do. But eighty percent of the stuff that to, that's going to work is that you have to put in the work whether we do it here or you have to do it on your own you have to put in the work and which is that you'll see a lot of people can't get turned off um because yeah. they expect the they see the infomercials burn fat in nine minutes or yeah. uh fix your posture with this uh belt you know what i mean yeah. so they see all of those quick fixes or they're not even fixes it's just gimmicks um yeah. and expect for real life uh results to, to happen that way but again, it's one of those things that you learn along the way that you can provide as much value as you can and as you want, but the person that you are sharing or that other person at the other end has to receive. Has they have to buy in. Exactly. 100%. 100%. All right, man. This is, there was a lot, a lot of stuff in this podcast. Um, guys, yeah. if you don't get, not even, if you don't learn one thing from this, we talked about student we talked about um getting to pt school we talked about um running your own business and starting your own business and what it takes to to i wouldn't say survive i I have a bad habit of saying that but what it takes to thrive not only in school but in life and in business and whatever you want to kind of yourself man exactly it's putting in the work um being self-aware like gary v says or like you mentioned juan uh auditing yourself and being real realistic or being real being realistic with yourself um, and the amount of effort that you're putting in and the amount of potential that you have um, that you're not putting in. Um, yeah, man. 
Juan, I want to thank you for, for joining me in. I know it's been a hectic day. I'm sure it's been a long day for you, but giving me yes. um, just a few minutes to kind of catch up and talk to you and, and just share some good information with these guys um, and sure. girls. Um, just keep doing what you're doing, man, and good luck. Uh, you said it was May. When do you take your? So I take boards April 25th, okay. and then I graduate on in May 10th. Awesome. Well, good luck on your boards. Um, congratulations on the graduation um, soon to come. And just keep keep grinding, man. You're doing a great job. Um, you definitely inspire me. So I I I uh, I ask you to continue to do yes, to do sir. what you're doing, man. Always, man. Always a pleasure to see you. And uh, thank you for having me on here. No problem. All right, guys. You heard it first. Hold up.